Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Mornings with Monette. So what have you thought about this marriage series I've been doing? I hope I am challenging you to your core. I highly suggest you go back and listen to all of the episodes that I've put out for this series. But again, I feel stronger about the importance of this topic, the topic of marriage, over anything I've previously talked about on any of my podcast episodes. On the last episode, I made the statement, whatever kind of marriage you have right now is because it's at some level, it's the marriage you want. Another way of saying this, it's the belief that you have about your marriage and what it looks like right now. You're either having the thoughts, you doubt it could be better, or maybe you're thinking it's as good as it could ever possibly be. Not horrible, but not great either. You wished it were better, but you probably can't even imagine that it would ever be better. So let's be honest right now. Do you have some of these thoughts? This way of thinking is convincing you that there is no hope. These are all lies. Lies you are telling yourself. Lies that you've convinced yourself are true. These are Satan's lies. As I have been writing and recording these episodes, I have been praying, praying that what I am sharing with you will make a difference. So on that note, I was praying and this came to mind. Marriage is the place that can show us who we are and what we think. It reveals how we handle conflict. It shows us who we are on a daily basis. Over the life of our marriage, we are with this same person through the entire, all the seasons. Our spouse more than anyone else. I mean, have you ever really thought about that? Each marriage has its own unique personality. And there's not another marriage that looks exactly like yours. And as I've mentioned, marriage is two imperfect, sinful people figuring out how to do life together. And marriage is pretty revealing about ourselves. So picking up on this idea from the last episode, it's not head knowledge, it's heart knowledge. Marriage reveals what is going on in our hearts. It shows us so much about ourselves. If we take a 40-foot view, if we step back and really take a look at our marriage, this is the part of my marriage series that's going to be really challenging for you because one thing I believe that happens over time in marriage we get into our daily routines into our habits and our spouse is doing the same thing and marriage can become a convenient place that serves as an end to a means I feel like a lot of marriages just exist in this place and as I'm saying this are you assessing your own marriage I can't tell you how many women I have talked to that are in this place. And then they think everything's fine. And then something happens. Something changes. The kids leave home. Now they are empty nesters. And they're looking at each other like, okay, now what? Or maybe their husband retires. And this happens to a lot of my friends. They freak out because now their husbands are going to be around the house 24-7. And they like the way it's worked and they like being home alone by themselves and now their husband is now home and it's freaking them out 
Or maybe it's not one of those two stages. Maybe it's an earlier stage where the two people, they have a fair relationship, but they actually have a better relationship with their coworkers and spend more and more time with them after work. Or maybe it's the gal who decides that she enjoys spending time with her girlfriends more than she feels good about coming home and spending time with her spouse. Okay, this is just doing some truth talking. These are all scenarios that happen. So how about you? How has your marriage turned into a place of convenience? It's fine, but there's no spark. Very little passion. You don't fight, but you don't share what's really going down, going on down deep in your soul. And you aren't even having fun with your spouse. You are cohabitating together. So I hope I have your attention. I hope you're really evaluating and assessing your own marriage. Because the reason I believe these scenarios happen is because we have either forgotten why we got married or maybe way down deep, we have a lot of anger and resentment that's built up within our marriage. We've, or maybe we've just gotten bored with the person we married. Or maybe we just got lazy and we've neglected the person we married for so long you feel it's too hard to go back and change things now. It's fine. So going back to what I've been saying since the beginning of this series on marriage, we have fallen into the world's view of marriage, a legal contract that binds two people together that evolves and changes over time. I believe Satan wants to destroy marriages. I believe God wants his children to have a thriving, passionate, loving marriage. These are two different ideas. God's plan is completely different than the world view of marriage. I believe that when our marriages are two people existing together with no passion, just putting up with each other, this is not, this is a heart issue. So I'm going to call you out. How is your heart right now about your marriage? Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you like who you are in your marriage? Have you become critical? Have you become numb? Have you become a doormat with no opinion because it's just easier that way? If someone could hear your thoughts in your head about your spouse on a daily basis, what would they hear? Would they hear loving thoughts or hateful thoughts? Would they hear no thoughts at all about your spouse? Your inner world, your thoughts, are creating the marriage you have. God who created us gave us free will. We can think any thoughts we want. Are you following me right now? What is going on in your brain about your marriage? Only you know these thoughts. We are talking about the real issue here. Our thought life comes out in our actions. I want you to really think about this. Here's a little example. If you are mad at your husband about something, how do you treat him? With love and affection? Probably not. You probably pull back emotionally. Or maybe some little thing happens and then you lash out over something really silly because you've got some anger in your heart. Your heart life matters. It comes out in our actions. So what, so what do you do with all that anger pent up? 
with these, th with these thoughts about your spouse, about your marriage, this hidden place where maybe you're really hurting. Do we just keep stuffing it down? Do we keep lying to ourselves that it's not that bad? We convince ourselves that this is the way most marriages are. You know what I'm talking about right now. And you know if I'm talking to you. This is the real issue. It's a heart issue. And you've been keeping it a secret. It's what's holding you in bondage. It's where, where Satan has his foothold. You are here for a reason. And this is it. I know you are hurting, sister. I know because I was right where you are. I had convinced myself I was given a raw deal in my marriage. I was so dead inside because I had convinced myself this was as good as it was ever going to be. I was in a season of my life that I could no longer just keep myself busy, ignoring my soul. I felt I had no purpose. It all looked good on the outside, but on the inside, I was miserable. I had reached that place. My thought life was where I would go to hide. I would think if people really knew my thoughts, they would be shocked. That is when God opened my eyes. He revealed to me that what I really wanted, where I was really hurting, was what I really wanted was a loving, thriving, passionate marriage. This was my purpose, to love this man God had given me as a gift. God had given me this husband as a gift, and I was blinded by my own need of self-protection. I had built this up over the years of just protecting myself, just not really showing who I was, what I was really thinking, because I was this hurting person way down deep inside. All the ugly fights we'd ever had, all the negative things I had felt about my husband. During this time when God was opening my eyes about my marriage, it all came rushing out. It was my heart. It was pretty ugly to see. It was pretty ugly to feel. I was arguing with God. I was in such a blame mode. I was the victim and I had convinced myself it wasn't me. God showed me my heart. God showed me my problem was that it really came down to trust. I didn't trust God and I definitely didn't trust my marriage. I had done all the church, joined all the Bible studies. I had amazing head knowledge about the Bible. I had learned all the how-tos, how to be a parent, how to be a good wife, all of it. I had incredible head knowledge. It wasn't the head knowledge that was the problem. It was my heart. So what about you? Are you willing to take a look at your heart, your soul? Are you willing to stay on this journey with me and pull back the layers, all the lies you have convinced yourself that you believe are true? Believe me, if you want a different marriage, you are going to have to examine your heart. I tell you this all the time. I'm a Bible-believing Christian. And when I finally surrendered and trusted, that is when God began to reveal his truths. That I had been so stubborn, I didn't want to see it. And you may be sitting there right now arguing with me. If you just knew my husband, if you just knew what I had to deal with on a daily basis, my husband is the problem. It's not me. He doesn't want a better marriage. I am here to tell you, as long as you stay with those thoughts, nothing will really change. Even if some of those things are possibly true, that's not the problem. The truth is, 
it's our heart. God did not give us our spouse to change to change them. God gave us our spouse and our marriage to change us, to reveal to us who we are, how we think, how we act, all the worldly ideas we believe that will make us happy. Our relationship with our spouse, which is God's design, is the space where God wants us to read and study his word, not for head knowledge, but to transform our deceitful hearts. He came to transform our hearts through his Holy Spirit when we study his word, when we actually learn how to forgive and turn these things over. And then what happens is we get the benefit of experiencing the fruits of the Spirit, love, peace, patience, understanding. And you know who benefits from that? Our spouse, because we're changing. And then our spouse experiences those things from a loving perspective. And we get out of this place that we're the mind readers and that we're going to change our husband, that we're God, that we know what's best for our husbands and that we know what they're thinking. The minute you give up the idea that you know what your spouse is thinking, that is a game changer. Your your spouse doesn't even know what you're thinking. You have this private thought life. You have all this stuff in your heart, all this bitterness, this resentment that you hold on to to protect yourself. Your, Your spouse probably has the same thing going on. You have no idea what's going on in your spouse's mind. We think we do. We think that we came into this marriage to change our spouse. That is a Satan lie right there. We came into this marriage because God gave us the gift of marriage to expose and to reveal to us who we really are, what our hearts are really about, how deceitful we can be. And once we surrender to God and we trust him, we study his word from a place of changing our heart and we look at our marriage from a place of this is a gift. If you really want a thriving, loving, passionate marriage, God is going to give you that desire. But it starts with you taking 100% responsibility for who you are and what your heart has convinced you. That is the truth. We're going to start peeling back these layers. We are going to do a lot of self-reflecting. We are going to question everything. You've got to be open to what the Lord wants to reveal to you, like he's revealed to me, and give you this new question about your spouse. What else could this mean? Quit thinking you're right, because you're probably not. I am here to tell you, (laughs) approaching my marriage as a gift from God with love, not self-protection, and stop believing Satan's lie that I'm a mind reader, which I am not, because most of the time, my mind wants to believe the worst possible viewpoint. I started questioning myself what my thoughts are. Why am I being so critical? Am I not um, forgiving my spouse? Am I holding on to bitterness just because I think that's somehow protecting me? God began to soften my heart. And I could see where my own baggage in my marriage was clouding my judgment. I was very good at convincing myself it was my husband. 
Believe me, I was good at convincing myself. And God has slowly revealed how bitter my heart really was. All the unforgiveness I was holding on to. It had served me to convince me how great I was and that I wasn't the problem. He was the problem. So these are the first two steps that God showed me. The first was that I wanted to save my marriage, that it was a gift from God and that I was not in a life sentence, that this I could have this really deep desire that I wanted, a thriving, passionate, loving marriage, and God has given me just that. It was scary. It took a lot of courage. The second thing I had to do was look at my own heart. Why did I feel so dead inside, so lifeless, and basically really, really sad? God was revealing to me it was about me, and he needed to deal with me. So what about you? Are you willing to take a look at your heart? I believe if you are, this is where the work will begin. This is about you. I believe the more willing you are to allow the Holy Spirit to change you, it will change how you view your marriage. And God will make these miraculous changes right in front of your eyes. So get out that journal. I want you to pray about what I've shared with you. I want you to listen to what the Lord is telling you. You have a unique marriage relationship. I want you to write what's on your heart, not your head knowledge stuff. I want you to write from your heart. Come back next week as we continue our journey of creating a loving, thriving, passionate marriage. God has you here for a reason. I'm going to start winding down. Share my podcast with that friend you're thinking about right now that could use this. Be sure and follow so you don't miss an episode. I appreciate you for listening. Take out that journal. Write down what I've shared with you. Write down what's on your heart right now. All right, I'm going to leave you like I always leave you. Have you tried this yet? Monette, I can't wait to see you in next week's episode as we continue on this series of Marriage of Mornings with Monette.